today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. I'm Nikki. Hi. Courtney here. <laughs> and Fabian here. Okay, we are going to start with the latest developments with Alec Baldwin, and this is really significant. So, number one, um, we now know that Baldwin pointed the gun right at the camera, which he was supposed to do. The problem was that the director and the director of cinematography were standing behind the camera. That's number one. Number two, the um, the director was hit in the shoulder. Uh, Helena Hutchins uh, was fatally shot in the chest. Uh, she grabbed herself in that area and then was helped to the ground bleeding and she said she couldn't feel her legs. Now here's the, some of the significant things that we now know about what happened here. The director could not remember, and I think this is so critical, the director could not remember whether the gun was checked for live ammunition after they came back from the lunch break, but before Baldwin picked up the gun and was told, all clear to shoot. That is a, that's a terrible huge, mistake. That's a huge, huge deal. Well, it's a huge deal because they use that gun for target practice when they're not yeah, shooting. Yeah, that, that's the story we did this weekend. Apparently, this gun was being taken offset when, when cameras were not rolling and they were they were firing this gun for target practice. It, 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 by the way, we should mention it's not a prop gun. It's a real, it's a real gun. gun. It's real a real gun. gun where real bullets can and, go inside. And we're going to get into that. But I think, Fabian, what you just said, and we don't know for sure, but that could end up being the key to this whole thing, that if they were shooting target practice um, before uh, the gun was picked up by the assistant director and given to Alec Baldwin, that could unlock a lot of the mystery about what happened here. Right. Now, um, I will say this, that there are gun experts now and experts on film sets who are saying there were three errors here, all of which had to happen to create this tragedy. One, that a real gun was used and not a prop gun. Right. And that real guns should never be on a movie set. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Because a prop gun cannot load a, can, can take a, a real bullet. ammunition. Right. But, um, um, hold on. The second thing is that they should not have live ammunition. Not at on all. Set, not on set at all. Period. Right. The third thing is you don't point at a person. You that don't. They were standing behind where he but was he pointing was, direct line of fire. Well, you know, Alec Baldwin is not a gun expert. The the armorist should be the one to say to the director and the director of cinematography, lock the camera down and move out of the way. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the armorist's job. Now the armorist is not the one who gave the gun to Alec Baldwin, it who was, was the assistant, assistant director. director. Right. That's a mistake right there. It should be the armorist who's handling this. So all of those things together, and the first three are the things, one of which would have changed the outcome here. All three of those things seem to have been done in. We should also mention that Alec Baldwin was rehearsing a scene. That's that's why they were behind the camera because the camera wasn't actually rolling. They weren't filming the scene just yet. They were practicing it. Right. He was doing some kind of gunslinging, right. crossfire thing. And he pulled the trigger and, you know. Well, which, it, which is rehearsing for the scene. Right. Wait, right. is this the and same gun that went off prior? Because remember on set that they were saying there that were there were two some accid accidents? There were two accidental discharges. It sounds like they always used a real gun. Right. And we should also note that apparently there were so many issues with safety on this set and right. in the production company and or the mm -hmm. studio or whoever is producing this, this movie, Alec including Alec Baldwin, yeah. who's the executive producer, might have to answer for this, frankly, because 
there, there's reports of like uh, some of the union camera workers and production crew people walking off set yep. shortly before this accident happened. And they were voicing concerns about safety. And Helena yeah. Hutchins was apparently in that mix of people who were concerned. I've, I read a report this weekend saying that she felt that she wanted to stay behind because she felt a duty to the film. Right. And it ended up right. costing her life. Right. And and the um, the people who run that film company are saying it never came to us. We didn't know. Now. That may be the case. There's a lot of bug passing but, going on. Yeah, now. but I, I, I got to tell you, there is certainly going to be, number one, a wrongful death lawsuit. Mm -hmm. Number two, there's going to be a personal injury lawsuit on the part of the director. What and, about criminal charges? Well, I mean, look, the the standard for something like that is reckless disregard for human life. That's sure. generally the standard. That's a high standard. It's not just simple negligence. Right. So, you know, it, it's too early to know. We don't know. We know the DA is involved in the investigation here, mm -hmm. but that's kind of routine. But, you know, that's going to have to be something that nobody can really evaluate yet because we need to know what the level was of negligence here. I mean, there was clear negligence. Presumably, you, you would think that they're get, they get some sort of training, a little the bit. safety of protocols for when sure. using a real gun on Especially set. Especially if you're an EP of the through. movie. I mean, well, for God's I mean, sake. Yeah, but, I, I got to say, the one thing I don't understand is this. Why is, and and that may be the case, but if I'm an actor on set and there's an armorist and the armorist says I checked the gun. I believe them I'm I'm well, sure. three people I'm before gonna, you. I'm going to rely on the armorist. Right. So they know what I, I, I just don't, I mean, personally, I don't understand that the actor has any responsibility here other than to rely on the people it, that are hired yes. to make sure they're safe. And that leads to my very next question. And this is a hard question that I know people don't really want to talk about because it just happened. People yeah. are saying this was, it was an accident, obviously, but how much responsibility or burden does Alec Baldwin himself well, hold in this situation? I feel so like he's, he a, he's an executive producer. He he's more just because now he's a producer. And, and, and the safety precautions were also supposed to be on him. Yes. Yeah, he's he oversees the whole well, thing. But, he's, uh, uh, but, but look, I mean, you got to understand the way these movies work. That there are a lot of times that somebody is named an executive producer, but they are not doing the function of day-to-day -day executive producing. Right. Sure, it's just there like is, a, a credit. It's like an empty yeah, title, so essentially. I think that's unfair. Does, Hold on, I think that's unfair because there's a whole production company behind this. He's the star of the movie. He's an actor at that point. You rely on the people you hire. You rely on the armorist that sure. you hire. So I, I don't what, think, what, what, I, I, I just, well, just want to- Didn't she say recently in a podcast to the head armor that she like wasn't confident? Well, we did that over the weekend. Right. We, we yeah. broke there's this so many over the weekend. Dave, hey, there's stories about Dave Halls, the AD as well. I right, mean, there's a lot. Let, let's talk about the armorist for a second. Sure. Because we that, did, we, did um, we found this podcast over the weekend and we'll play it for you right now, where she expresses fear about even doing the job. She's a newbie, essentially. She's 24 years old. She's a she newbie said to she the got job. taught everything she knew from her dad, who was a actor, not yeah. a armorist. So she's a rookie. I just finished up working on The Old Way with Nicolas Cage, his very first Western. Oh, I heard about that. And it, it was also my first time being head armor mm -hmm. as well. And how was that? You know, I was really nervous about it at first, and I almost didn't take the job because I wasn't sure if I was ready, but doing it, like, it went really smoothly. Well, you've apprenticed with your dad some too, right? Yeah, dad has taught me everything, but a lot of things, you know, I kind of just caught on by myself and everything. Like just Yeah, just observation, watching him do things or, like, just knowing how the firearms work. I think loading blanks was, like, the scariest thing to me because I was like, oh, I don't know anything about it. 
But, you know, he taught me that. Hearing her say that is horrific after this horrible accident. It's just like knowing that she was so insecure about it. It's just this, there's so much more could have been done. This podcast happened. This she she recorded this interview what in the in the past year, right? Yes. Like it's it's somewhat recent. She, had, so. she was on one set um, at, prior to this. Trespassers, I believe. Oh, for mm. now. Oh, wow. And and so that was David was her, Halls. David Halls was on Trespassers too. That was too. her first. I believe it was Trespassers. That was her first job. Yeah, yeah. that's a movie on Netflix. I want to note one other thing. So Matt Hutchins, who is the now widowed husband of Helena Hutchins, um, apparently has is on good terms with Alec Baldwin for now, at least on the face of things. He he and his son flew out to New Mexico over the weekend. They met with Alec Baldwin. He was consoling them. He's been in touch with them. Oh, he's and Alec Baldwin is heartbroken. Of course this. he is. Everybody is. I, but I just want to say, like, you know, even even though you noted earlier, and I agree with you that it, it's not really fair to blame Baldwin per se, perhaps Matt Hutchins might feel different over the course of this well, over time. I mean, look, because there's there, there are two things going on, and I think this is really important, that there is going to be a wrongful death lawsuit. Yes. There's no doubt about that. Now, who gets named? Usually lawyers name everybody under the sun, and then it, it's just the way it works. Right. So he could be named, but, you know, I don't know that he's going to be named personally, but, you know, sometimes you can separate what lawyers do in the legal system from the humanity of what somebody feels at the time. Sure. So I don't think the two are mutually inconsistent. Right, and that, that whole step is down the road. We're kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but it is something that you think about, like, these. Right. Uh, there's going to be legal ramifications for this, there, one way or another. Uh, yeah, there will be lawsuits. I yes. mean, there is absolutely no doubt about that. Yeah. And these are going to be, look, this is a significant uh, lawsuit in that she was 42 years old, Helena Hutchins, yeah. a rising star with a great future ahead of her, yes. a mother, a, a wife. Um, Lots of money on the table. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. just a tragedy. We are going to move on to Dave Chappelle. Oh boy, uh, we're, we're, yes, we're still okay. we're still talking about Dave Chappelle. Um, this is the story that does not seem to go away, and you know now Chappelle has himself has spoken on it, not through a representative, not through anybody, but just directly through himself. So over the weekend, he was in Nashville doing a new stand-up show. He had Joe Rogan, Jeff Ross, Tom Segura open for him, and then eventually he comes out. It's a packed house, sold-out show, and he addresses the the you know the the closer controversy head on as it relates to the trans community, the gay community, and the rest of the LGBT community. Um, he's defiant. Okay, so we we have we had an eyewitness who was on site, got a ton of quotes. He is very defiant. He opens he opens his well. When you say defiant, I well, mean I mean he's just, saying, here, just, he, listen, he, listen to these quotes. Hear me out. So he he goes he opens a letter and saying I have a statement I'd like to read. Um, F y'all blanks and that that blank is the N word. F y'all blanks. Okay, mm -hmm. so there's that right off the bat. And he goes on to, and he even uses, I mean, he uses the homophobic F slur at one point saying, yeah. he's like, you know, my, he jokingly says, my wife is so concerned for me. She bought me a handgun. It has a pearl handle. I'm worried that if I use it, the last thing someone's going to say to me is blank at the homophobic F slur. Like, so, you know what I'm saying? So His entire set was still around. He's still cracking jokes yeah. at the expense of the LGBT community. Well, he had to address... The topic. Yes, and you then, can't not go on stage you can and address, not address it, it, but then go on for multiple more so it, jokes. What's clear to me is that that's Dave what Dave Chappelle does. And if you expected Dave Chappelle to react any other different I, way, then you don't know no, Dave Chappelle. No, I, I, know, I know Dave Chappelle very well from like baby, his early days. Trust me. Um, but this it, is what Dave Chappelle does, and I love that he didn't stand down. He believes what he believes, and he said some of his conditions work because he said he is going to meet with yeah, them. He's down to meet but with the, one the trans thing community. Is, is well, no, 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 that's not true. He wants to. He wants to meet 
with the members of the trans community in Netflix right. to talk about that. There's and a difference the, the, between the, the trans woman we interviewed last week who was heading up this whole rally is not a part of Netflix. She's not affiliated. She's she's an advocate. She's an activist, whatever. She's not an employee of Netflix. So she's just out. So it was a little weird. She was out there speaking on their behalf doesn't actually work well, at Netflix. And, and, and Chappelle's position on this was that she had said, apparently, that they had reached out and he ignored them. And he said, nobody's reached out. But he's he was willing to sit down with members of the trans community in Netflix sure. to talk about it. So this. he also, he laid out, he jokingly laid out terms. The term, term number one is, watch the whole special from start to finish. Anyone who's going to come and talk and meet at the table with me has to do that. And I think a lot of people have to, because I feel a yes, lot of people do, on Twitter who just... They didn't watch they it all, they and take, you have right. they, to they watch and everything because you can. A lot of stuff can be taken out of context. Now, did For he sure. go hard on those jokes? A thousand percent. Right, but and you have to watch the Dave Chappelle. I'll just get through the terms real quick. Second, has to be at a, at a at a time and place of his choosing. And third, this is like a big joke. Hannah Gats, Gatsby, who is another comedian who recently kind of spoke out against Dave. She has she's big on Netflix as well. He said, "You have to admit that you know, Hannah Gatsby is not funny." That's like a little a little shot at her. Yeah. Um, so here's here's the thing, and like I think this is one thing that sort of needs to be clear as far as how I feel, how I think Dave Chappelle actually feels about this. I think, and this is why this is so controversial. He, the, in the special, he made it clear, gender is not, gender is a fact. I'm Team Turf. What do you think those things mean? He is literally questioning the the sheer identity of a trans person, saying you're not actually a trans woman. You're not actually a trans man. I can, and, but he, but, but by saying that though, he's also saying, I believe that I can hold that point of view, but at the same time, I can also be an ally and a friend. This is why he told this story about his trans friend. So he's saying those two things can exist. Those two things can coexist. I don't really believe you, and I think the whole trans thing is nonsense. Frankly, I don't think he said nonsense. I, 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 Come on, Harvey. If no, no, no. I'm not, I don't saying, think Dave Chappelle needs you to explain how Dave Chappelle feels. We do because there's no, so much. No, you don't. Dave Chappelle so much... already said. Like, I well, don't how think do you, he needs. How do you think you. he actually feels about trans people? I think he supports them, but he's also a comedian. And I think that he. If he says and I think I'm he team talks turf, about topics, and he says I'm, if you watch, gender is a fact, if you watch Dave Chappelle you all the years, mean? like you said, then he goes through the hard topics that are going on in the in the you're, world you're not today. Addressing it. What do you think? Do you know what a turf is? Yes, JK I Rowling did. I watched is, it. J.K. Rowling is accused of being a turf all the time. It's it's somebody who says a woman is a woman, a man is a man, and trans people hate turfs. Okay. And he said, I'm team turf. Like, what do you think that means? I think no. there's a lot to be said too that, you know, he's sitting up on stage saying, you know, he's not being canceled from festivals or he was joking about how he couldn't get to baby on the phone. So it's almost like he's portraying that like, this isn't going to hurt him. This isn't going to touch well, him. Well, hey, thought- guys, guys, can't we, can't we kind of say this? I mean, look, Dave Chappelle is a comedian. Dave Chappelle is not going to be canceled. Dave Chappelle's special is not going to be taken off Netflix. Mm-hmm. Nope. And at the same time, can't we, I mean, you just mentioned two things are not mutually exclusive. I don't think it's mutually exclusive to say Dave Chappelle can do the comedy Dave Chappelle does, but at the same time, you could say whether it's intended or unintended, and I'm assuming unintended, it caused a lot of hurt in the trans community. And I think that's got to be just simply acknowledged Mm -hmm. that it caused hurt. And, you know, whether Dave Chappelle wants to apologize or not apologize, and he doesn't, I think that for everybody else, just to acknowledge that, look, this had, you know, this had an impact on a community that's really suffered over the years. I don't think you, I don't think the two are necessarily mutually exclusive. I'm going to push back a little because I feel like people, some trans people, many many trans people in the community, they probably feel like they don't really, they don't want, that sounds like lip service to me. That's like saying, I'm sorry how you felt. What they want is for him to change his position that 
you know, gender is not a fact. He's not going to change his position on that. He is holding firm, but he's he's saying, look, just because I believe that doesn't necessarily mean I think that you should be attacked. So, so let me ask or you a harassed. question. Let me ask you a question, Fabian. So so, but what? they don't think they they think those two things cannot mutually exist. They think no, you cannot be an ally of ours and question our identity at the same time. So let me ask you a question. A lot of people agree let me with ask Dave, you a by question. the way. When yeah, I mean, look, people are divided on this. <sighs> I'm also just explaining as a gay person, as a gay person who is now old, you know, and having, you <laughs> oh know, God. having having been closeted for a lot of years, and really, I mean, you know, without, you've, been, you've with, been through the gauntlet without yes. getting into it. I think that discussions that people had about the gay community, where people didn't know anything about it, when they started talking, I think there was progress. And as you know, as difficult as this is right now. The fact that Dave is drawing a line and the trans community is reacting to it yeah. and people are listening, I think elevates their understanding of the issue. Yeah. I mean, just the fact yeah. that people are hearing that trans people are really deeply affected by this, that they believe it has consequence, real life consequences, I think that brings the conversation up but the, and ultimately may the help. Thing is, I really though, do. But the thing is, you're, I agree, but the thing is, people agree with Dave that, like, you know, just because he might holds the point of view that, hey, gender's a fact or whatever, that in and of itself saying that and, and expressing that point of view publicly, because expressing that point of view publicly in this day and age is, is you know, akin to but, being but, crucified. But Fabian, but, how many people, what percentage of people do you think agree with him? A lot, Harvey. And my They're point, quiet about no, it because no, no. you can't. Because if you back Dave Chappelle, you're Fabian, I mean, Fabian. That's my point. Is that Dave Chappelle? Bill Maher agreed with him. He in this this weekend. I, he, I, he's, I believe me. You know, I know. Yeah. What I'm saying is the fact that people are now talking about it out loud puts it in rack focus, and I think because of that, it's people are having this discussion yes. rather than just believing what they believe silently. For sure. And that may ultimately help. Right. That's all I'm saying. Okay, we got to move on to DMX. For sure. Oh, a fifteenth, a fifteenth child may have come oh, forward man. and said, "I am DMX's progeny." So on the record, he's got fourteen kids, right? Well, maybe fifteen, maybe yeah. fifteen. Um, and, and this is and this, so this is obviously this, an issue this because affects, of the estate, right? His estate, because that is in, I guess, and it's only a million dollar estate, and oh, three really? of his kids have already been appointed that right now. Well, obviously, oh. it's going to be. It's so a, then, what it's happens? A, it's a million dollar estate, but. Remember, just like Michael Jackson, um, you know, he has music, he has music rights. Right. So this there's is something that can There's future yeah. earnings. Right. right. Can... So there are consequences to this. So now, yeah. Is there I mean, a clause? They're like going to be the doing, D look, the way this works, they're going to be doing DNA testing. Um, I, I think on all 15, I, I believe. Jeez. Right. Uh, maybe not all, but so, I mean, maybe not like. Well, if they're, if they're trying to file a claim to the estate and the money, then you have to. Well, I mean, them, right? like, like, like Exodus, yeah. there may be certain kids where there's no issue and may, they may not be subjected to that. Right. But this is all kind of shaping up that there's going to be kind of a mess here. How old is this kid? I, I she's in her 20s. Yeah, I think 20s. that's right. I think that's right. Yeah, her name's Raven Abarmer. And remember, he has a he had a fiance, Desiree, right. that she doesn't have a claim, a common law claim because or she doesn't have a statutory claim if he wasn't if she wasn't mentioned in the will because they weren't married. Oh my god. I, I have a, I have a question. If DMX does in fact have 15 legitimate kids that are biologically his, 
they are entitled to some of this money, correct? And they, have, they are entitled to make a claim. Are they? Like, Just because, like, my parents, if they... 100%. Why? Yeah. Well, are you entitled to them? Doesn't it have to be laid out? It depends. I mean, I, I'm not sure the status of a will here. If there's not a will, the kids get the money. Sure. If there is a will and certain kids are not mentioned, it depends on the way that the will is structured, what it says. There are a lot of, you know, a lot of these estate plans say that it, they don't just mention the kids who are living, but they say, and any kids who were born in the future right. to protect that. Uh, right. So we don't know what the will says. If there's a will, uh, if there's not a will, it's pretty simple. Yeah, because I mean, it. like in my mind, like I mean, the the story itself sounds icky. It sounds slimy. Like, oh, these kids are trying to leech under their dad. How dare they? But look, if they are legitimately his children, they are entitled to, to that to that fortune. Well, you can disinherit. Part of it, at by least. the way, you can disinherit a kid. Just so you know. What yeah. Is, what does that mean? Just because your parents die doesn't that, mean that you get their money. The, yeah. It mean you know. If, unless if they you mean who's, if they oh write my God, it. Who's like the Mendez? You're like the Mendez brother. For, hold on. For people who are <laughs> not <laughs> listening, for people who are not watching us, Fabian just <laughs> oh, showed man. sheer panic on yeah, his face when he said that. No, trust me, my family. No, you just showed. My family is not Fabian. I just saw your face. Oh God. Yeah. Well, he was like, oh my God, they like my brother more. <laughs> Your brother is the favorite. Okay, yes, uh, Lil Nas X and Boozy. Oh man. Okay. okay. Um, so this was this was crazy. So, you know, Lil Nas X and Boozy. There's been this back and forth with them. People know, and we can just say it flat out. Boozy is homophobic, like straight up. There's no question. Mm -hmm. There's that. There's no nothing. It's he's clearly homophobic. Yeah. He's made that clear over and over and over again. But this weekend, he went really far. Um, and I'm, in fact, I, I should go back and check to see if the tweet was taken down because it's pretty bad. He he calls Lil Nas X the homophobic F slur. He says, you know, stop. Because basically, here's what happened. Lil Nas X. But don't don't get real specific here. No, no, for sure. Yeah. Lil Nas X was on Instagram Live over the weekend. And he jokingly said, and he, by the way, he's a professional troll, this guy, Lil Nas X. You know, so you can't really take anything he says and seriously. By the, and by the way, a brilliant one. Sure. Yes. Mm. yes. And he goes, oh, I got a song coming out with Boozy. It's going to be fire, blah, 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 blah. At first, people were like, wait, is he serious? Like, that's then people at first were like, oh my God, this is huge. Like, yeah. what progress? It obviously was not happening because Boozy came out firing on Twitter saying, stop lying, you blank, and this. He, he also told Lil Nas X to go kill himself. He said, the world would be a better place if you weren't here. Just going crazy far. Um, and well, Lil Nas. That's horrific. I don't it, it understand. Is. It, was, it was literally horrific and shocking, even from Boozy, who has made statements Boozy. like these in the past. He's Dis gone on these rants, yes. but never took it this far. It's really right. disgusting. And it's it, just it, disgusting. It is. And it's funny because Lil Nas X, I mean, you know, because somebody could easily just be super, you know, get on get on a, a soapbox and make a big speech. Lil Nas X continued to troll him. He, right. he responded <laughs> on Twitter and said, I'm mortified. I'm horrified. Da, da, da. I can't believe Disney hasn't played Halloween Town this this year yet. And it's just which, which also they have, so he doesn't know what he's talking about. His Disney Channel <laughs> definitely has played Halloween I Town. I can't believe you should know that. That's <laughs> so funny. Okay, so we know what Nikki did. So, this okay, weekend. so Disney, there we go. Disney Channel has been vindicated. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it, good props to Lil Nas X for not letting it get to him. He obviously just is just kind of like, look, the guy is just reaping in the success, like the success. But you know, for itself. do you know what's interesting? Can Boozy fill uh, an arena? Can Boozy? No, fill and that's that's no. a great point. Bo Lil, Lil Boozy or Boozy Bass, whatever the hell you want to call him these days. For Boozy to do songs with Lil Nas X, he's a has been, and even when he was a somebody, he was a little bit of a ha he was a nobody kind yeah. of thing. He's a, he's like a C list rapper. You know what I mean? Like he's not big. Boozy is not big. We've covered him a ton because he's been to jail and whatnot, but he's not big. <laughs> Don't Jack Harlow and Little Nas X have the number one song right now? Yes. I mean, Little Nas yeah. X has been trending hard with all of his songs. Yeah, he's for sure. huge right now. Yeah. He's, he's running the table as far as mainstream music goes. So it's like, clear who won this, right? Yes. But at the same time, I mean, just the fact 
<laughs> that in 2021... That he I reacted mean, look, like that and, way and, over and, a song? And, and, and look, there's a whole thing going on you know, between the Chappelle special yeah. and this, and I'm not trying to equate. Right, it's you know, not, you're not the same. Not. Yeah, it's right. not. definitely not the same I, I, I am not, but, but it is putting Because this was a direct a call to violence, and I would, I'm literally, I would not be surprised no, if Twitter has not taken that tweet down because mm -hmm. it was literally saying, hashtag commit suicide. It's like, come on, bro, like, you can't do that. There's a, there's a, there's, Twitter has a responsibility to take way, that down. And there's a woman who killed herself because her How boyfriend- because her boyfriend urged her to do it. Right. That's not going to happen with little Nas X, but my point is that it's disgusting what he did, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Can we, can we squeeze in Kyrie real quick? Do or? it real quick. Okay, so Kyrie Irving, the vaccine stance controversy continues. Uh, he is still not vaccinated. He's still not playing uh, for the Nets. Um, and people have really taken on his cause, but I'm not sure it's quite the crowd that Kyrie wants to affiliate <laughs> himself with because you got people out there with don't tread on me flags and... You know, you know, it's it's the type of crowd you would expect in this type mm -hmm. of thing. And they were out there at Barclays Center this weekend protesting on his behalf, but not just protesting, literally trying to storm Barclays Center. Barclays. I like, felt like, horrible for those workers. You yo, know that they were like, I'm here on a weekend. Like, what were, are like, you doing? Like, I'm right. not doing these, this mandate. These protesters, if you will, were like, you know, trying to take down the barricades, pushing security, like trying to like seemingly force their way into by the, the way, building. By the way, it, it, it reminds you of January 6th. Oh my God, yes it did. I was really like, holy did. crap, it was like an insurrection on, yeah. on, well, on the back that, 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 That's my big takeaway from this mm -hmm. is, is this now the, the, the playbook? Is this the yes. playbook on how people are protesting? Because I don't think this is totally disconnected January 6th to this. Right. I think people have said, oh, that really worked to get attention. Right. Because why else it. are they doing and it And we there? should know that if they were just out there protesting peacefully, that would have been fine. There's no issue with that at all. No one is saying you can't do that. Um, but the, 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 it was, the you know, it was, it was literally on, it was it was getting toward violence. I, it might have even. I think you could even categorize it, it as it, it was violence. No, for those they were pushing security. There, it, was like, it was wild. It was wild, wild stuff. So, yikes. I know. Um, anyway, y yikes is what. Uh, okay, you can uh, you can listen to uh, our podcast three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, or you can check it out on YouTube, Spotify, Google. Google. App. We are literally anywhere where podcasts are. So catch us there. We'll see you next time. Yep. Bye.